First Timothy 2 from verse 1, hallelujah, from the King James Version. I accept, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayer, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. So right now we're going to be praying for men coming to the knowledge of the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. Men are giving their lives to Christ on every level. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and speak in other tongues. Men are no more deceived. Hallelujah. Deception is gone from them, but their joy is in the, is in the Holy Ghost. Their joy is in God himself. Their desire to know him. They are longing to know him. All men around the world, kindly unmute yourself and let's speak in other tongues. Legi don so fretiza minto pale bongra de gestos cavela crondes la mangra cadestos cavahaya gilo crondes para Rabba <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank <laughs> you. 
Thank you. 
in this season, hallelujah. Yes, that their desire, oh God, for truth becomes stronger and stronger. This one, they will hold on to Russia. They will come to Russia and say, I want to know your God. I want to follow you to church. I want to become a Christian. Show me the way. They will come begging to know the truth. Yes, hallelujah. They are convinced, convicted in their hearts, hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. No one left unsaved in this season. No one left unsaved in this season. Oh, as we go out every day, to teach the gospel, the people, their hearts, oh God, are receptive to the truth. They are more convinced, hallelujah. We break every blindness that the God of this world has put upon them, oh God. Choosing that these ones will not see. We put an end to it, hallelujah. The scale has fallen off of your eyes. The blindness is gone. Your hearts are receptive to the truth. Lack of Lord, we bless you, hallelujah. 
We celebrate the joy of salvation. We celebrate, hallelujah, the joy of salvation fills our hearts for all the people of God that are going to be coming to know you, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, we call singing in heaven, hallelujah. We call celebrations in heaven, hallelujah. Oh, we thank you. We bless your holy name, oh God, for you are God and you are good. You are excellent. You are amazing and we love you so much. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on what continent you are connecting from at this time. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of um, um, Devotion. And I trust that you're going to experience so much miracle, so much progress, and so much glory in these times. Praise the Lord. Thank you so very much, esteemed Amara. Over to you now. Good morning, everyone. Um, thank you so much, um, esteemed sister and uh, Pastor Debbie, for that amazing prayer time. Wow, I wish we could go on and on. Praise the Lord. Okay, um, I want to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Amarak for this opportunity to take the Rhapsody of Realities this morning, take the devotional. It's an awesome privilege, and I don't joke with it. Thank you so much, man. Okay, today's devotional. Today is um, Saturday, the 6th of February. And Pastor is saying to us, your hands are blessed. Hallelujah. And the key scripture is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15. It says, know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of an harlot? God forbid. Jesus said, you shall lay your hands on the sick and they shall recover. Mark 16, 18. Because your hands aren't ordinary. They are the hands of Jesus. Oh, you mean this my hands, these very hands that I used to do what I do every day are the very hands of Christ. If you have this consciousness, you would know that you're not ordinary and you will be careful with what you do with your hands praise the lord he says that what we read in our team scriptures in our team verse know ye not that your bodies are the member of christ your feet are the feet of christ your eyes are the eyes of christ he walks talks sees and blesses through you hallelujah God said to Abraham, I will make you great. Even your seeds after you. That it will be a blessing to the whole world. And we are the seeds of Abraham. And pastor is saying, he says he walks, talks, sees, and blesses through you. Hallelujah. Then pastor goes on to say, I have often wondered when Christians sing, my hands are blessed. If they understand the implication of their words and the power of the truth professed. He said, the reasons your hands are blessed is that they are the hands of Jesus. 
and he has made you a blessing so that you so that so your hands are the extension of you he says so your hands are the extension of you the blessing because you are the extension of christ hallelujah dare to say i am the extension of christ even right now you can say it i am the extension of christ because your hands are the extension of you and that's the blessing praise the lord No wonder the Bible says you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall. He did, you know, when I think about that scripture, I think of the fact that he didn't say you shall pray for the sick. He says you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Then there must be something about you that will cause you to lay hands on the sick and recovery begins to take place. Begins to take place. You know, when I contemplate on this, all I think about is the part of the scripture that says, as many as have put on Christ. When you put on Christ, you know, um, while we're, you know, kids, even now there are some movies, there are some cartoons that the, the, maybe the character will go out to wear a certain garment or a certain um, clothing or maybe machine that once he enters into it, he acts as a superhuman. He begins to you know, do great and mighty works that will be a marvel to people. Take, for instance, you know, the days of um, the Super Ted, the Voltrons, you know, and all. You know, Ant-Man, some of these um, recent movies, things like that. You know, when they wear this thing, as soon as they wear it, they enter into it. They become a superhero. And the Bible is saying, as many as have put on Christ, when you put on Christ, what are you? What do you become? You become Christ. You act like Christ. You are Christ to the world. Praise the Lord. The Bible also says, saviors shall arise out of Mount Zion. Saviors, healers. Pastor goes on to say, therefore, learn to use your hands. There is victory power through your hands. There was a profuse effusion, effusion of divine power when you stretch or lift your hands in prayer and worship. The same thing happens when you stretch it in the direction of the situation. You want changed or something or someone you want blessed. Imagine when Moses stretched forth his hands over the river, over the, 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 the sea. It divided. So as you stretch forth your hands over that city, over that, that office, towards wherever it is, there will be something about your hands. And the consciousness of this, Pastor says, the consciousness of this is what really matters. When you are conscious of what you are doing, praise the Lord. Pastor goes on to say, for example, if there is something that has been damaged in your home, be, see, be attentive to this. You need to be very attentive to this. If there is something that was damaged in your home, or there's a situation in your life that you want changed with your mouth and your hands, you can change anything. Anything. Apto, paragligo, fradonglish, os, kadila, brigadila, antigaba. He says anything 
The Bible tells us that by stretching forth of the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were rough among the people. Acts 5.12. As you stretch forth your hands, hopes are restored in the name of Jesus Christ. As you stretch forth your hands today, hopes are restored. Pastor says, burdens are lifted. As you stretch forth your hands today, burdens are lifted in the name of Jesus Christ. Sicknesses and diseases are healed. As you stretch forth your hands today, palong, grodos, egos, cool shalamande. Sicknesses, diseases are healed. Destinies will be changed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Use your hands in faith and watch miracles happen. I'm so excited about this. Says, use your hands in faith and watch miracles happen. Brothers and sisters, today is the day of the enactment of the miraculous. And I tell you, Bako, Trombre, Iga, Andro, Oskadi, by this time tomorrow morning, there'll be an avalanche of testimonies. I'm telling you, testimonies of financial um, exploits, of healings, of the miraculous. It will, it is done in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Kado so pakredo oskade. Balon tosi koshkadila handiga. Mando rabadila. Oh, glory to God. Right now, I'd like to call on um, Sister Joy to take us through the prayer and the further study. Thank you so very much, Sister Amara. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wow. Good morning, esteemed Sister Maka. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much, Brother Martins, for that inspiring segment. Hallelujah. Right now, I'll take the further studies. Um, a reading from Exodus 17, 11 to 13. It says, and it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy and they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat thereon and Aaron and Hur stayed up with his hands, the one on, on, the, the, one on the one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the head edge of the sword. Hallelujah. Luke 4, 40 to 41. Now when the sun was setting, all they, had, all they that had any sick with diverse disease brought them unto him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and, the, and healed them. And devils also came out of many, crying out and saying, Thou art Christ the son of God and he rebuking them suffered them not to speak for they knew that he was Christ and finally Mark 16 17 to 18 and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues they shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover Praise the Lord. Right now, we're going to move straight into the confession, the prayer. Uh, you don't have to mute your mic anywhere you are. Let's just take it together. The prayer is on the screen. Praise God. 
Dear Father, thank you for your power in me. You've infused me with divine ability to heal, deliver, remove burdens, and cause people to prosper. I'm a package of solution to my world. Oh, thank you for your grace at work in me to bless and lift others in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity. Right now, I'd like to hand over to Brother as he takes us through the New Testament reading from the One Year Bible Plan. Thank you so much. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connecting to from around the world. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. I'll be going into the message translation. We'll be reading the message translation, and it's been a wonderful read. We started off yesterday by reading Matthew chapter 25, and Jesus has been giving, he has been talking in parables about the different things of the kingdom. So we're jumping into verse 31 today, and um, I'd like you to listen intently. Uh, because there's so much you can pick up from these scriptures today. So it says, the sheep and the goats, when he finally arrives, blazing in beauty, and all his angels with him, the Son of Man will take his place on his glorious throne. Then all the nations will, ar will be arranged before him, and he will sort the people out, much as a shepherd sorts out sheep and goats putting sheep to his right and goats to his left. Then the king will say to those on the right, enter you who are blessed by my father. Take what's coming to you in this kingdom is being ready for you since the world's foundation. And here's why. I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was homeless and you gave me a room. I was shivering and you gave me clothes. I was sick and you stopped to visit. I was in prison and you came to me. Then those sheep are going to say, Master, what are you talking about? When did we ever see you hungry and feed you? Thirsty and give you a drink. And when did we ever see you sick or in prison and come to you? Then the king will say, I am telling you the solemn truth. Whenever you did one of these things to someone, overlooked or ignored, that was me. You did it to me. You know, this is, a, this is talking about the great white throne judgment, which is in the book of Revelations, where Jesus is separating the sheep from the goats. People that um, the Bible says that, how can you say you love God when you don't love your brethren? So basically, it's talking about love here. People that have received Christ, you know, the Bible says the, the love of God is shared abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. When we receive Jesus, we receive him and we receive his love and we begin to act in love. So literally the qualities of the sheep, which is the people that saw the man hungry and fed him, saw him thirsty, saw him homeless, shivering, sick and in prison. These are the people that have received Christ and these are the people that he's going to reward. We now go into verse 41. Then he will turn to the goats, the ones on his left, and say, get out, worthless goats. You are going for nothing. You are good for nothing but the fires of hell. And why? Because I was hungry and you gave me no meal. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was homeless and you gave me no bread. I was shivering and you gave me no clothes. 
sick in prison and you never visited. Then those goats are going to say, Master, what are you talking about? When do we see you hungry or thirsty or homeless or shivering or sick or in prison and didn't help? He will answer them, I am telling the solemn truth. Whenever you fail to do one of these things to someone who was being overlooked or ignored, that was me. You failed to do it to me. So these people are calling him master still. So we have a lot of people that can be in church, but they are not born again. The evidence of being born again, as, as in the book of John, you say that when you have the love of God, you have the ability, the innate ability now, because the love of God has come into your heart. God is love. You now love others and you walk in the reality of it. So for these ones that wouldn't call him masters, there are a lot of people going around and they know about God, they know about Christ. They have been in different religious circles, but Jesus is going to separate them, you know, in that great white throne judgment and send them, you know, to utter darkness, which is to hell. Um, for the believer, there's another judgment, which is the judgment seat of Christ. And that is based on your works. So you are going to like the ships, but your judgment is different. So these are those people that are in the religious circles. They call Jesus, they call him master, but they don't carry his love in their heart. They are not born again. Verse 46 says, then those goats will be, will be headed to their eternal doom, but the sheep to eternal reward. So the sheep, which are those who are born again, are going to the judgment seat of Christ, which is where you'll be rewarded according to your various works. Praise God. So thank you for this wonderful opportunity, Amaka. And I hand over to Brother John to take the book of Exodus. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Um, and um, congratulations. I'm going to be reading Exodus 31. And that's the only chapter that we have for the Old Testament today. Um, Bezalel and Olivia, Oholiab. This is one um, chapter that I have always loved and there's a lot that you're going to pick from it. Um, you would see how that when God sends you on an assignment, he gives you all that you require to fulfill that assignment. God spoke to Moses, see what I've done. I've personally chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hor, of the tribe of Judah. I filled him with the spirit of God, giving him skill and know-how and expertise in every kind of craft to create designs and work in gold, silver and bronze, to cut and set gemstones to carve wood. He's an all-round craftsman. You know, um, I'm, I'm reading this and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, uh, many of us go to school to learn different kinds of crafts, different kinds of skills. And then God is saying of this man that um, I, I'm, I've given him all that he requires. He said, I've given him skill and know-how, expertise in every kind of craft. You know, he tells me that as much as, oh, I will go to school, there's, there's, I can trust that the Holy Spirit, you know, and then this is the Old Testament. We are in the days of the New Testament where the Holy Spirit himself, this God, this spirit of God lives on the inside of us. So he has become skilled to us. He's anything that we want him to be to us because he's the spirit that knows all things. Bezalel needed that spirit 
of skill to come upon him because he was not a new creation and the spirit of God didn't live in him. He had to be baptized with the spirit. But we, that spirit has come to stay with us. So it's a case of whatever the assignment, whatever the skill, we have it already on the inside. Not only that, but I've given him Oholiab, son of Ahisamak, of the tribe of Dan, to work with him. And to all who have an aptitude for crafts, I've given the skills to make all the things I've commanded you, the tent of the meeting, the chest of the testimony, and its atonement cover, all the implements for the tent, the table and its implements, the pure lampstand and all its implements, the altar of incense, the altar of whole burnt offering and all its implements, the wash basin and its base, the official vestment, the holy vestment for Aaron, the priest and his sons in their priestly duties, the anointing oil and the aromatic incense for the holy place. They'll make him everything they will make everything just the way I've commanded. I've commanded you, Sabbath. God spoke to Moses, tell the Israelites, above all, keep my Sabbath, the, the sign between me and you, generation after generation, to keep the knowledge alive that I am the God who makes you holy. Keep the Sabbath. It's holy to you. Whoever profanes it will most certainly be put to death. Whoever walks on it will be excommunicated from the people. There are six days for work, but the seventh day is Sabbath. Pure rest, holy to God. Anyone who walks on the Sabbath will most certainly be put to death. The Israelites will keep the Sabbath, observe Sabbath keeping down through the generations as a standing covenant. It's a fixed sign between me and the Israelites. Yes, because in six days, God made the heavens and the earth and on the seventh day, he stopped and took a long, deep breath. When he finished speaking with him on Mount Sinai, he gave Moses two tablets of testimony, slabs of stone, written with the finger of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's Exodus chapter 31. And um, whatever it is that you do, you know, the beautiful thing about the scripture is we're dealing with the same God. He's the same yesterday, he's the same today, and he'll be the same to our own children if Christ dies. So it's the same God. He's faithful through all generations. So you can look through the written pages of the scriptures, and beyond those written pages, you can know that that same God who did it for Moses. See, God had asked Moses to do something. He had given Moses the picture and the vision of it, of, of the, of the um, tent of meeting, you know, the tabernacle that was supposed to be built for his own house. And then, you know, this is the same Moses. Remember in, 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 at the beginning of Exodus, when we're dealing with this Moses, that God would tell something, Moses would be arguing with God. So I think that God was not ready for argument. So God was already telling Moses that. I'm giving you this person and this person who will do the work. Before Moses will start telling God that God, I, I don't have this skill. I don't have this skill. You know, so God made a provision for the vision that God had given Moses. And it is the same God. If God tells you to do something, you can actually go to sleep knowing that all the provision that you need to carry out that vision, whether they are human resources, whether they are financial resources, whether they are material resources, 
you can be sure that God has a plan for it. And at every point that you require them, they will be available to you. So never, never question the instructions of God. Never ask God, how am I going to do this thing? If he's leading you to do it, consider it done because he will make provisions for everything that you require. So we see how that God gave Moses people for all the assignments that he had given him. And then God told Moses, say, I have, give, I have blessed them with the skill. So I'm imagining that, that Bezalel was sleeping at night or maybe during the day. And then the spirit of God comes upon him. And suddenly, the man that could not design in gold before suddenly knows how to design in gold. It's just like you can be desiring to say, oh, God has been telling me that I'll do music. And it's like, I cannot sing. I don't know if I can sing, but this, God has been telling me that I've been called into the music ministry. You are dealing with the same God. So you can go from not knowing how to sing today to becoming the best music minister tomorrow. So you can trust this God because he's the God of all things. He's, he's an all-knowing God and that God lives inside of you. You know, so it's, it's a beautiful journey in Christ that we've been called into. And then at no point in our lives are we disadvantaged that you say, oh, I don't have this or I cannot do this. This is why the Bible in the New Testament says, I can do all things, Philippians 4.13, through Christ who strengthens me. This was the consciousness that Paul had when he made that declaration. Because if the Spirit of God could come on Bezalel so to enable him to do that thing that he needed to do, at any point as new creations, we can do anything that God has called us to do. So there are no limitations. There are no um, um, handicaps. There's nothing that, there are no shortcomings in our lives. So never see yourself as, um, you know, some of us were born to do this. Some of us were not born. Let me just face my life. No, if, if, you, if you even desire it, because if you look at somewhere inside that chapter, let me show you something. Maybe you, maybe you didn't see that part. I want to show you. Just a minute. Go to verse 6. It says, not only that, but I have given him Oholiab, son of Ahim Samak, of the tribe of Dan to walk with him. This is where I'm coming to. And to all who have an aptitude for crafts. That means he's saying that those people who, they just have a liking, they just have a desire. They, they are interested. They may not have the skill because if they had the skill, he will not be saying that he has given them the skill. So they just have that interest. So like this, Guys, you might be interested in something, but you don't know anything about it. You can use the scripture as your assurance that God can give you that skill because you have the interest. You know, so we, we cannot be limited at any point in time. So it's a beautiful life we've been called to live in Christ Jesus. So I think we can take a few testimonies. Um, just before we take the Pauline affirmation. So, Brahmatins will just um, coordinate us through the testimonies. For those who have testimonies, we have like 10 minutes. And after that, we take the um, the Pauline affirmation at um, in another 10 minutes. Yes. Over to you, Brother Martins. Praise the Lord. Please, um, if there's anyone who has a testimony, kindly... Raise your hand so that we'll see you and give you the chance to give your testimony. 
aside the testimony, we can also take those who would want to share what they have learned from today's um, from today's um, devotion. Okay. Praise the Lord. If there's anyone who has um, who wants to share what he or she has learned or your inspiration from today's um, devotion, please you can raise your hand so we'll give you the opportunity to share with us. Praise the Lord. Hello. Praise the Lord. Um, Pastor Sharon. I'm muted. Please, um, Pastor Sharon, please. Um, you can unmute your mic. and share with us, please. It's not opening. Okay. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. I would like to say everything to you. Can you hear me? Can hear you. We can hear you. All right, please. I'd like to say very big thank you to uh, highly esteemed Sister Maka for all your doing. Sister Maka has always been my friend, and I've been wanting to do this. And the day I saw the platform, I joined quickly because I actually have um, a vision to do this with the teenagers. Okay, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. I don't know where to start from. I don't know where to start from, but this platform has really helped me. It has helped my work in ministry. It has helped my brand and it has helped my foundation. You know, it's very beautiful to start your day with God. And this month of January, I've experienced God, you know, giving me clear direction of what he wants me to do in the year of preparation. How he wants me to prefer the young people the, to prepare young entrepreneurs. You know, I'm going to be sharing some of this idea with um, Sister Marak on how every one of us can get to collaborate. You know, Sister Marak said something in one of our platforms. She said that this is a year of billions that we should get here ready. Highly esteemed um, members of the Inspired Group Global. I want you to know that so many people are not seen. And a man of God has told us that we should quit being consumers, whether we should become manufacturers. And the Holy Spirit has been opening my eyes to see opportunities in Africa. You know, I've been privileged to be the first Falaster Prize winner for the ministry. And the Holy Ghost just gave me ideas of the Spirit, as in what you say matters. Dear brothers and sisters, we have another platform where we can get to talk. And everybody on this platform would benefit from this next level. It pays to listen to God's word. Thank you so much once again. God bless you. Thank you so much, Pastor Sharon. Um, thank you so much for that inspiration. It's truly our year of billions. Okay, um, I would like to call on Sister Zara to give us an inspiration, inspiration with us or our testimony. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. Um, so 
I actually have um, testimony as well as, yeah, they're both all testimonies. So um, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, um, God has made this week, first of all, very productive for me, which I'm very grateful for. I didn't know where I found the strength to do complete my research and everything um, that I had to do this week because um, um, I had research to do medical research. And I was just so grateful. Um, and when it comes to um, today's verse, uh, uh, the um, chapter reading we did from the Old Testament from Exodus chapter 31 about teaching us skills. I remember that this week that played out in my life also, things that I haven't done before. Um, the Holy Spirit taught me how to do them. And it brings me back to even the aptitude. And I'm so grateful. Um, thank you so much, Ma, for your um What's it called? Your teaching um, on that aptitude, bringing us back to people that have the aptitude for skill. Um, I'm so grateful to God for that because it shows that even if you feel like you were not born with it, <laughs> but you yearn for it, you know, you have all things. All things are yours, you know, even from your yearning. And it reminds me of the fact that when I was in high school, even I yearn, like when I see people singing. I'm like, oh God, I will write music and I'll give my friends to sing because I felt like I didn't know how to sing. And <laughs> gradually, <laughs> God taught me how to sing. And I started singing. And when people will say, oh, you have a nice voice, I would, I would be like, wow, because I know I never used to sing. And even like producing um, media production, video production last year also, someone called me to produce a gospel music video and I had never done that before but somehow on the sets when I'm telling them what to do um, at the end of the day they're asking me um, if I've done this before and I said no and that they're surprised because I was doing everything exactly the way it was supposed to be done so I'm grateful to God and then finally the last testimony is that what which I feel is the greatest of all was that yesterday um, my sister contacted me we're talking and out of the blue she said um, Eloha, I have good news for you because my name is also Eloha, plenty names. <laughs> but she said, Eloha, I have good news for you. And I said, What's the good news? And she said, I can speak in tongues. Glory be to God. That can you imagine? Yeah, I can speak yeah. in tongues. Yeah. I can. And now I'm now praying more at night. And, you know, when, I'm, when it's quiet and stuff. And I was, I started crying. I was so overwhelmed because I, it, it took me back to 2017, 2018. You know, I have a prayer journal. And I wrote, you know, under, for her name, I wrote multiple things. And one of them was, Father Lord, I thank you because you're bringing my sister to Christ. I thank you because she's born again. She's filled with the spirit. And I'll, and I'll pray about her and I'll see visions of her speaking in tongues, winning people to Christ, you know, just being an amazing Christian. And I was just, I was so overwhelmed. You know, when she told me yesterday, I started speaking in tongues. I started crying. I was just amazed. Uh, then I would share Rhapsody with her. I would um, do devotions with her when she was not in boarding school. And sometimes when she shares problems with me um, and I share uh, solutions, she will tell my mom, I've come my spirituality again. But look at the person that was talking about my spirituality. <laughs> now being spiritual, I'm so grateful to God. So um, those are my testimonies. Thank you very much, everybody, for participating and for this forum. Um, thank you. Thank you so much, Sister Zara. Thank you very much for that awesome testimony. Uh, I actually thought I saw a hand up. 
Okay, um, sister, I sister think I Joy saw, wanted to speak. Sister Joy, exactly. Hello, Sister Joy, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning. Good morning. Um, thank you so much, Sister Maka, for the opportunity. Thank you, Brother Martins. Um, so um, today's Rhapsody was very, very powerful, um, especially when pastor talked about how we can use our hands like our hands is just like the hands of Jesus Christ like there are so many things we can do with our hands and it felt like I was hearing it for the first time and I was already thinking about the many things that I'm going to use my hand for so I'm really grateful for for today's rhapsody and also things have been really different in my work so um my job basically is to like get adverts for a radio station and it's just as if you're supposed to go out like get clients but this time around clients are the one coming things have just been so easy because I, I told god i said god i want to do so many things like i want to do a lot for you financially in this year and god has just made everything really really easy I've not gotten to where I want to be, but I can see the difference. And also healing. There was a time I was having stomach pain. And I remembered when Stamaka shared her testimonies. And I was like, no, there's no way I can have this stomach pain. Like this stomach pain, no, you have to go. And it persisted, like it was still there. So I went to, um, I went to get uh, drugs for for someone and I just like told the pharmacist what was wrong with me. And he said, oh, that my stomach is um, secreting more acid. I was like, eh, that I might have to go and do an ulcer test if the pain persists. I'm like, okay, no problem. Thank you. And when I got home, I was like, ah, lie, lie. There's no way that I'm ever going to have ulcer. I said, even before I even knew the word of God, the way I knew it now, I did not have also, despite the fact that I was not even really eating much. Is it now that I have the word of God in me? And I'm also a part of inspired by the word group. I'll now have also. In short, within a day, everything went back to normal and I've not had pain since then. And I know I'll never have pain since the name of Jesus. Thank you so much, Estin. Wow. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Joy, for that wonderful testimony. Uh, right now, we'll take um, the Pauline affirmation. Praise the Lord. Okay, um, the way we normally take our affirmation, um, you'll see the affirmation on the screen um, in, a, in a moment. But the way we take our affirmation normally, you start with your name, Okay, that's it on the screen. My name is, you say your name, and then you take the first paragraph. I have the spirit of wisdom. Then the second paragraph, you start with your name, and then I'm granted, according to the third paragraph, you start with your name also. Glory to God. At the count of three, we move. One, two, three. My name, my is, name is My name is Josie I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ. 
that I have my understanding and enlightening so that I know the hope of God's calling upon my life. Okay, Brother Martin, the... other people are not mute, are not unmuted. I think it's a oh. setting, so we need to do it so that everyone can unmute themselves. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you so much, Brother Martins, and thank you, everyone. Okay, so um, we're quickly going to take the communion, and I'm reading from 1 Corinthians 11, from verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he prayed it and said, Take it, this is the, my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you because every time that we break this bread, we're reminded that Christ was broken in our place. Therefore, never in this life would we be broke in any way, not in our spirit, not in our bodies, not in our minds, not in our souls. Therefore, we refuse broken hearts, we refuse broken spirits, we refuse broken minds, we refuse broken bodies. Our bodies will not be broken by any form of affliction, disease, or sickness, because Christ already took our place, and we took his place. Thank you, Father, because it is so. This is our reality and our experience. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. You can break the bread and have it.
And if you're not with your bread where you are, later in the day when you are with it, just remember these prayers and take the communion. Verse 25, after the same manner also, he took the cup when he had stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do shew the Lord's death till he comes. Thank you, Lord, for the cup of the new covenant that has been sealed with the blood of Jesus Christ for our sake. A blood that speaketh better things, a blood that speaketh strength, a blood that speaketh prosperity, a blood that speaketh advancement, a blood that speaks progress, a blood that speaks advantage. Father, all that Christ died that we might be, all that he was buried that we might have, all that he resurrected that we might do, we are, we have, and we do. By the power of the Holy Ghost, we are propelled forward. We make progress, we advance. Yes, like Isaac, he says, and Isaac went forward and became very great. So is the testimony of our lives. This 2021, progress like never before. Advancement in ministry, in business, in career, in family, in every ramification of life like never before. So it is in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. You can take the cup. I'd like to say thank you to everyone who's been showing up every day for this devotional. And congratulations, everybody, on your many testimonies. Brother Martins gave a word while he was taking the rhapsody, and he said that by this time tomorrow, there will be an avalanche of testimonies. I want you to receive that word and return with testimonies tomorrow. Let's have more than enough testimonies that we can take. And don't wait till tomorrow. As they begin to happen, share on the group. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, esteemed co-host. You guys are so amazing, Brother Doze, Sister Joy, Brother Martins, Pastor Deborah, Brother John. Thank you very much. Let's share the benediction. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our lives, and in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. Thank you, my beloved. Thank you. Love you.